Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Florn. Here is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldoon. Hello there, sir. Happy Advent season to you. Yes, we're is in the middle of it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle. It works. Yeah, we say happy Advent to each other in our Okay, there we thing. go. That's a good thing, yeah. Advent's that great time of preparation before Christmas. It's it kind is. of a nice thing, and there's lots of preparations. You know, there's kind of an argument out there whether about to send snail mail Christmas cards. They're, they're no, they're a thing of the past. But it's gonna, nice getting a Christmas card. I love getting yours. People love getting mine. I think that's yeah. part of the season, you know. I've had pressure not to do it. How do you like that? Oh, wow. Send an email. An email's better. No, the card say. with your little signature is great. I know. Well, you're sort of like, you know, old fan <laughs> in a lot of ways, right? You so you're very traditional. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet this year. I haven't figured it out yet. You so, better hurry up. We're running out of time. Well, an email I could send in two seconds flat. Oh, yeah. That, you can do an email story. blast like instantly. I got to see. I got to figure it all out. It's an amazing thing when you think about it. You know, it's a funny thing, too. The other thing that happens this time of year, I'm in the hospitals a lot visiting people. It's funny. Like, people get sick around the holidays. Isn't that interesting? Like, around Christmas and Easter, sometimes Mm -hmm. people get sick. And also funerals. So it's an interesting element of it all. And also, I think the other thing I was going to talk about today, too, is, like, there's a certain... I don't know. Like this kind of time of year also brings up some of the sadness too, doesn't it? It, it does, you know, because yeah. I I lost my mom around around this time and my dad, my grandparents, and uh, it's hard sometimes, and it's hard for a lot of people to try to get into that Christmas spirit. But you got to find a way to heal. It's all about healing today on Religion and Rock. That's what we're taking a look at. Good shot, Sheldon. It works. No matter where we're from, no matter what we do, you know, I think there is a, a need for healing. There's a need mm-hmm. to kind of. Let ourselves get well. And also, you know, I think it's also acknowledging that there are also scars, right? So there's okay. Oh, yeah. I don't think scars are a bad thing. <laughs> I think life earns us scars, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think the scars are where we kind of take a look. And we, to me, a scar is a sign of hope. Like, right. that didn't kill me. You know, I'm still around. And That's there's it. something kind of good about that. And as a matter of fact, the risen Lord, when he's proving himself to the people in the upper room doubting Thomas, you remember that story, mm-hmm. right? He proves himself by saying, look, look at my hands, look at my side. It really is me. So the wounds that killed him are now the wounds of resurrection. Yep. So it's amazing. Like, so that's to me that great sign of hope. So if you're feeling a little down this time of year, it's okay. That's an okay thing. Mm-hmm. It's all about the hope that Christmas brings. It's all about the hope. And that's what builds an advent. I find advent this great time of hope that helps us to see, hey, it's not just about sadness. It's not just mm-hmm. about joy, but it's that mix that makes life life. Yeah, because you wouldn't really know tremendous joy if you didn't know sadness. You know, it's, no, it's, all... it's an unfortunate thing. You need to know the lows so you can appreciate the highs. And it's all about the balance. So mm-hmm. I think for me, you know, that is a real great time of prayer. And, you know, kind of pray for people who are going through tough times, yep. you know, people who've gone through different tragedies and also this world, which kind of needs a little help, too. But I, I look <laughs> back at some old homilies I've given, like homilies I gave 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and, and I've talked about like, wow, the world really got whopped this year. And it's so interesting, like 25 years ago, I was talking about the suffering in the world. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be suffering. It's kind of what we do with the suffering that brings hope, right? We can't just right. sit in despair. So Christmas is that great time of hope. No, it is. And like you were saying with scores, scores are healed wounds. And, you know, everybody has scores. And the, the whole point of it is that you heal after. You don't walk around with these open wounds. No, we can't. It's impossible anyway. So it's all about healing on Religion and Rock today, how God heals us, comes to us, helps us to heal. This is a great time of healing. If you're feeling down, open yourself to God's healing today. To start us off, this is Sting. If you love someone, set them free.
start us off today. If you love someone, set them free. I have a dear friend of mine who says, let the miracle of the weekend work its wonder. And let's talk about this again on Monday. He uses this a lot. And there's something great about that, like the miracle of a weekend, a couple of days off, and you come to it kind of fresh. And maybe if there's conflict or something not going right, you kind of feel a little bit better on Monday, a couple of days later. I think healing needs a little air. It needs a little breath sometimes. It needs a little distance. And we can kind of look at things in a different way. I also agree that being angry takes a lot of work. So if you want to be angry at somebody, you know, it's hard to hang on to that anger. Eventually, you just have to say, all right, I'm going to let it go because it's just too painful to hang on to it. It's too much work. And I think that letting it go helps us to heal and helps us to kind of come to another level, which is an important thing in this whole point of healing. If we love somebody, we do have to set them free a little bit. We can't hang on too tightly. And it's that gentle holding on, maybe. It's that gentle reaching out that begins to change things and helps healing to occur, especially in a relationship when there's difficulty. Um, That kind of freedom is a good thing sometimes. It's not easy, but that's part of, I think, what we're called to on some level or another to find healing in a relationship. Here's the Black Crows. It's called Sting Me.
this reminds me of pulling off a Band-Aid. Like sometimes you just, like you have to close your eyes and then yank, right? And it comes off and there's a tiny drop of pain and it's over with. I think that's part of healing too in our lives. That we have to come to that point where we say, all right, God, listen, uh, I'm going to forgive this person. I don't even understand why I am, but I'm going to let it go. There's something about that in our lives. I think for ourselves, it's the same thing too. We go to God. And it's sort of admitting our fault, which sometimes hurts too. Like we don't like to be wrong. We don't like to admit that we're wrong. But yet at the same time, it's necessary to admit some kind of fault in order to find some kind of healing. We have to say, yeah, you know, I was in this too. It wasn't just everything that person did to me. I, I was in it too. I had a part to play. That kind of admission of guilt is really a beautiful maturing, I think, of, of a pain or a hurt that helps us to find healing again. So there's going to be a little sting of ripping that Band-Aid off, right? But when we rip it off, then, you know, it's off. And that's the end of it. And we can kind of move on. So pain and hurt and healing are kind of related to each other, but God helps us with all and brings us to that new level, which finds us a sense of, of peace once again in our lives. Here's Peter Gabriel. This is called Come Talk to Me.
Peter Gabriel, come talk to me. You know, that's a good one, too. Kind of talks about how we get through things, how we get through difficulty in our life, how we actually find healing in our lives. And sometimes it's about conversation. I love to kind of talk things through with people who matter to me um, because that's a big help. I think to be able to talk things through, we can kind of see things from both sides. We can get things off of our chest, out from the inside, if you will. And there's that ability to kind of move on then. I think there's something good about that. In our lives, we have to find that. And sometimes it's taking the the brave first step, if you will, to say, hey, let's get together and talk. This is crazy. You know, we haven't spoken. It's time to talk. Or maybe it's about writing, hey, it'd be good if we could meet someplace and let's get a cup of coffee. I like that public meeting thing because you can't be screaming and yelling in Starbucks, you know. So there's something about that that's a good thing. 
Talking is a great way, and we live in a world where there's less talking, right? It's texting, and it's emails, it's all kinds of other things, but I think talking is a great way to find peace again, and in our lives, conversation is such a great door opener to forgiveness and to understanding that it really does change things. I mean, when they want to settle war, what do they do? They get peace talks going. You know, yeah, it's important to talk, and that's how we come to the table and change things. Not from a distance, not through rhetoric, not through texting, no, but actually speaking to one another, using that first gift that God has given us of communication and recognizing the power of that gift. Hey, here's the Bare Naked Ladies. This is called Odds Are. By lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by beasting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a bet. I'm not a damn thing will go wrong. The odds are that we will probably be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright tonight. By the A-train, crashed in an airplane I wouldn't recommend either one Killed by a great white or a meteorite I guess there ain't a way to go, that's fun But somewhere in the world, someone is gonna fall in love By the end of this song So get up, get up, no one's never gonna let them So you might as well sing along The odds are that we will probably be Alright, odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright for another night Sure things go wrong But I'll take my chances Odds are wrong So why not play? frightening but you know the chances are so small hit by the a-train crashed in an airplane better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall but it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song so get up get up no i'm never gonna let up so you might as well sing along the odds are that we will probably be all right odds are we gonna be all right odds are we gonna be all right tonight the odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright tonight The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright tonight The odds are that we will 
I'm not seeing Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about healing today. Odds are, you know, it's sort of like taking a bet, right? You say, well, am I going to win? Am I going to lose? And sometimes when we're in an argument with somebody or we're feeling hurt or we really want to resolve something in our lives, we feel like we have to win. And winning and losing in an argument or in healing is always a bad thing because it really never goes anywhere. And it's awfully hard to find meaning when we're trying to win a war, you know, win an argument. Sometimes nobody can win. Sometimes it's that kind of thing where we just say, all right, we have to just agree to disagree on this one. And that's okay. Like to agree with everything with a person that we love, with a friend that we have or a spouse that we have is kind of impossible. So sometimes it's just about agreeing to disagree and saying, well, we're not going to see you know eye to eye on this, but that's okay. Still love you, still care about you, and you still matter all, all, the, all the most in my life. That's okay. Now with God, it's a different story because with God, God just loves us and cares for us, embraces us and loves us. So there's really nothing we can do. It says in the Bible that can separate us from the love of God in Romans chapter 8, as a matter of fact. You know, there's something great about that. Like there's nothing that we can do that will separate us from the love of God. So odds are we win all the time because God is willing to forgive and accept us again and again. So if you've been a little bit away, if you have a little bone to pick, something's happened in your life, you know what? This is a great opportunity to get an embrace from God and to go back and say, hey, we haven't spoken in a while, Lord, and you know we need to spend some time. So uh, kind of share your thoughts, and there's something beautiful about that waiting for you. Here's Cheryl Crow, Can't Cry Anymore.
a good song, Can't Cry Anymore, because it reminds me, particularly in mourning, you know, there's that moment where we're crying or upset, we've lost somebody very dear in our life, and then somehow, some way, the crying stops, you know, and it becomes a different kind of thing, mourning. It becomes a different kind of feeling, a different kind of emotional. Uh, sometimes it's a sadness, it's being a quiet, uh, sometimes it's remembering, but all of that stuff kind of is those stages of death that we go through when we lose somebody, the stages of loss. Now, not only does this happen when somebody dies, right? It happens when a relationship dies, too. And there's something about that that's important in our lives. I just read a big article about it. I think it was in the Wall Street Journal about, like, getting slow dumped, slow dumped, which means that, like, somebody's ending a relationship with you or ending a love relationship, but it's not a breakup. It's just slowly getting rid of you, you know? To me, that seems even more painful, right? In our lives, things change and relationships change. And it's about understanding that and maybe mourning that loss, but also recognizing that healing does occur in our lives. We're going to talk later in the show about being able to find love again. And that's part of healing that God calls us to, right? God calls us to be able to love because when we love, we're doing what humans are supposed to do. And that's that great gift that brings tremendous happiness in our lives. So we got to look for it. But we can't just cry all the time, though. Sometimes you just can't cry anymore. We move on to something else. Here's Warren Zevon. This is called Detox Mansion.
hard to do a show about healing and not talk about addiction on some level, right? So many people I know who have struggled with addiction in their lives. Some have a good handle on it. Some don't have a good handle on it right now. And, you know, we pray for those people all the time. I pray for people who are addicted all the time because I've done way too many funerals of people we've lost to addiction. And you've probably been to a lot of funerals yourself. You know, you recognize that. that that's such a human terrible thing that happens and then the need for healing in that is so real and yet we can't heal the person as much as we try we can't heal the person so it seems to be that prayer being able to let go and say god i entrust my loved one to you i entrust my friend to you please take care of them you know be with them help them when they're lost help them to see the light in some way or another and there's something important about that because i think our prayers do matter. I think our prayers do help. Now, I also believe, at least in my life, I've noticed that, you know, addiction really can be a terminal disease too, right? Like a disease that just doesn't seem to have a an end until we go home to God. That reality is a sad reality too. But even that becomes a healing, if you will, because there's no addiction in heaven, right? And God embraces us and loves us. And so in a sense, you know, there's no addiction in heaven, and we can find some consolation here to know that that's, that's the way out for our loved one who wasn't able to make it here on earth because of this terrible disease of addiction. There's something about addiction. Wow. It's just such a painful thing to have to live through. Hey, here's Don Henley. This is called The Last Worthless Evening. Catch a faint glimpse of love sometimes 
but it never blooms This reminds me of loving again. You know, in our lives, we get hurt sometimes. A relationship ends and you say never again. And maybe it's true for a while, but the call of a human being is really to love. And so somehow, you know, some way, we need to love again. Somehow we have to get beyond these worthless evenings and say, yeah, I can find somebody I love. I can find somebody I can be with that matters so much. Sometimes it's highlighted by other things that happen in our lives. You know, we're alone and we want somebody. But the reality is that not every evening has to be worthless. We can find the power of God in the midst of our lives, and that can be a huge help in our lives, helping us to love again. Here's the Eagles. This is called Already Gone.
the Eagles already gone. Well, that reminds me, too, that sometimes it's just too late for something, and so we just have to let it go, and we have to ask for healing, even though maybe it's already too late, right? With lots of examples of that, you know, we get hurt. Uh, we, we damage ourselves by doing something to ourselves, you know, by taking something that hurts us, our bodies, or, or we damage a relationship by being un, untruthful or unfair, um, and that kind of stuff, you know, really does add up, and sometimes it's over. And it's about letting go and recognizing maybe that that is over in some way, but then to be able to be healed of that loss. You know, because a lot of this show today is about loss, right? We think about a loss of a relationship, loss of a friend, loss of a part of ourselves. But the reality is there's healing that God calls us to. And that healing is such an important thing. So it's about you and I spending time, some time looking for healing, but also recognizing our hurt. Because hurt's a part of life, too. And when we can acknowledge that, things kind of change. So nobody gets through without some hurt. But recognizing that hurt changes everything. Speaking of that, here's R.E.M. Everybody Hurts.
This reality I find very, very consoling in, in my own life. Everybody hurts because sometimes we look around and say, how could that pe person be driving like that on the road? I mean, don't they care about anybody else but themselves? How can that person be so rude and so mean? And then I start to look a little beyond it and I think about this stuff and I say, you know what? Like, they're hurting too. Like, in some way or another, they're acting out because they're in pain. There's some kind of pain in their life. Uh, they wish they were something that they're not right now, whatever it is. Maybe we recognize that everybody hurts like we do. Everybody's got the same anxiety in some ways. It plays itself out in different ways, but there's a certain common hurt that we have. And that, that dart in humanity is something that you and I all have to deal with. And somehow we have to deal with the pains of our lives. Now, when we can recognize that there is a certain everybody-ness to this, you know, it brings a little uh, sense of hope because you realize, yeah, you know, we're all in this together. And there's going to be pain. There's going to be painful times for me, painful times for you. And we recognize that that pain isn't all it's about. It's about something more more than just pain and recognizing that God's with us, helping us through that pain in our lives and calling us to unite with one another to be strong. Here's Fleetwood Mac, Say You Love Me. Right 
say you love me, you know, that's important to know too. Like sometimes the words bring about healing. It's not just bacitracin, you know, and stuff we put on our arms or stuff like that to feel better. No, it's about the words. It's about the action. So sometimes it's, I'm sorry, you're forgiven. Sometimes it's, I love you. Those things add up. So it's a time of year where we find the hope that comes from healing. So find that hope and recognize that God wants you to be healed too, me to be healed, and this time to be deeply joyful, not yippee, but deeply joyful with God's love in our lives. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn. It's engineered and produced by the great man of healing, yes, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer.